Hey there, it's Jason, and welcome to the second episode of the You Good Homie Podcast. Um, I don't really know what to say for this introduction, but we just wanted to keep the editing styles consistent throughout all the videos. But we, we still hope you enjoy this uh, episode of the UG Podcast. Um, this episode will be a lot more lighthearted uh, compared to the first, but if there's any trigger warnings, we'll put a little timestamp so you can skip ahead if you so please. But yeah, um, without further ado, enjoy the episode. So the next topic, I guess, is uh, taking breaks. So, mm. like, I guess this is like the coping mechanisms of 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 whenever we're like, yeah, uh, like feeling down or or we just feel stress or whatever. So, it's just like one one, uh, I guess, a good way is like to to take breaks and and what the first point I had here is, I guess, building off of that, like being human first is listening to your body and your head what is it telling you like at this moment are you stressed are you tired are you hungry are you thirsty then you probably should address that problem because that like it's 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 telling you like something is wrong and you have to fix it and oftentimes to appear tough to appear strong we just push through the problem and we're only doing more damage to ourselves like um this is this is a really big thing that i that I uh, tell because because I, I I tutor kids and and I like with with uh, YYC yes Youth Advancement Society like we go to high schools and and talk about like what universities like 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 it, in in uni like it's expected for for students to, like grind study all night full all nighters mm-hmm. and I guess this advice applies not only to like those students but also in life like treat yourself like a human like yeah. as much as like you know the fucking vaccine turns us into robots just kidding <laughs> you're not a you're not a machine right you're you're a human being like you are you got limits <laughs> right and and i feel like especially like we're in our 20s right mm-hmm. and i recently got in, into like investing and stuff like that and and a lot of the and like financial advice and stuff like that and a lot of the stuff that these people are saying is like Oh, you're in your twenties. You're young. It's it's a time to like grind, right? Like get your money, chase mm. the bag, chase yeah. the goals, and then you're chilling in your thirties and forties. I'm just like, well, not everyone has the same limits. Not everyone can work like two jobs. Yeah. Not everyone has the motivation to like you know learn about investing, like trade crypto or whatever the fuck, <laughs> right? It's just like, if you, yes, like in, in you're you are young and you have a lot of capacity more than you will have when you're older but you have to know your limits as well mm-hmm. so I, I guess like a personal story is like for the first half of this year i i was kind of in that mindset where i was like you know what? i gotta get to my get my money and then i'm gonna retire time, early. time you know, on anxiety time on anxiety I'm, eat, grind. I'm, I'm gonna be i'm gonna be on a yacht you know like not not yeah. a yacht but like you know i'm i'm gonna be, i'm gonna like my main goal is to retire early you got three air like, fryers you know instead of one. Three air uh, fryers. That's actually the goal. <laughs> one for each meal. <laughs> but no, like, yeah, for the first time this year, I was in that mindset. Where I was just like, I had to grind in my twenties, right? Like, I like for example, I as I mentioned earlier, I'm like a like I'm like an engineer, so I work nine to five, and then after after that, I I I was tutoring high school students, so I usually have like at the peak, I had like five students. At, in in uh like because they do the subscription thing like at, at one time 
So I tutored students, and then I, I was also streaming regularly. So I was like gaming and streaming until like 1 a.m., right? And then I wake up at 8 the next day and do it again. So like it's it that's like a, a Monday to Friday thing where it's like, and even on the weekends, I, I would I would game and stream, right? So like when did I have time for myself? Mm-hmm. Like, um, because because usually what my day would look like, like a, a a real busy day would be like, okay, wake up at like 8.30 and then have meetings the whole day. Like only have like time for a 15 minute lunch break where like I had to eat fast and then go go back to my computer and then tutor for two hours. And then like I, I, eat, I, eat, I eat dinner and then like hop on like Valorant or something, which is a, okay, it's a very stressful game. Like it's a game, but it's a very yeah, stressful game. Yeah. It takes yeah, a lot yeah. of mental. So it's just like my brain is going for like like 16 hours a day and it was not sustainable. And mm-hmm. I remember there was one time where it was just like I was chilling, right? And then I just broke down. I was like crying. I was like, yo, what what am I what what's happening? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. It, it it was really tough because it's just like I didn't listen to what my brain was telling me I needed. Like you need sleep. Like mm-hmm. I was tired all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to eat properly. Um, I was skipping breakfast most days. Uh, that's also because like I, I, I was kind of doing intermittent fasting, but sometimes I also forgot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I did not feel good like the morning. And then I ended up eating, overeating at lunch and dinner and stuff like that. So it kind of just felt generally crap. Yeah. So, so it really like took that breaking point to me realize, okay, you need to step back and, and like drop a few things and and realize your your limits mm-hmm. so it's like yeah so what ended up happening was like i took a break from streaming and then now i'm like uh, i only stream when i want to because i was streaming on a schedule right but it mm-hmm. it came to a point where it didn't feel fulfilling anymore um and like i was like you know what this isn't fun this feels like a job <laughs> right mm-hmm. so i was just, it was almost like i was working three jobs in one day so it's just like you know what this feels like a job i'm just gonna drop it mm-hmm. like this isn't mm-hmm. my main source of income. So it's just like, um, I'm just going to chill. And then like tutoring, I, I, once like the kids stopped or once the kids like were, were done their courses, I was like, okay, I'm not going to tutor for the next year just to give myself a break. And then like, and I, I was, I was also in a relationship at that time. So I, I wanted to make time for that as well. So it's just like time management is a thing. But there's only so much you can do in 24 hours and, and seven days, right? So it's just you have 100 like, of yourself to give. 100 percent, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's just like, and and burnout is a thing too, right? So like, ooh, ooh, like, I got how, I got a story for like how, yeah. how do you how, how how do you know you're burnt out for for me? Your story is like, triggering me, but sorry, go on, go on. <laughs> yeah, like how how do you know you're burnt out? Yeah. It's like it's just like the things you used to enjoy, it just seems like a chore to you now. It's just like you know, like uh-huh. I said, streaming. It it yeah since I adopted like a schedule, it, it didn't, it wasn't fun anymore. Right. And it's just like, okay. Like when, once you burn out, like what do you drop? Right. So it's just like mm-hmm. o- only keep the things in your life that are serving you and that are, are fulfilling and, and that are fun. Like, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I guess that's kind of my story. Like, like, I, I don't know what your guys is. Oh, I got it. I think Jason knows. I think Jason knows my story, man. Yeah, um, but go, uh, you tell your story. I'm I'm gonna shut up. Okay. I talk too fucking okay. much, but go on. <laughs> okay, so um, I I know this Jason. I know this triggers Jason every time. But um, so this is a couple years back. Uh, I was uh, an up and coming like dance teacher. Uh, I'd also like 
I'm also in my, I was also just recently switched programs, but not into the program I'm taking now. So I was, ta- uh, I was taking biosci at first, and then uh, I was taking open studies, and I switched to biosci, and then I switched to geology. That's a whole nother podcast for me to discuss. But anyways, I was just, I was just fresh into a new program. Um, and uh, I'd become an upcoming teacher. So I t- decided like, hey, I want to start try teaching at studios. Like I want to try to teaching at like ballet studios and like contemporary studios. So um, my like director at the, the hip hop studio I work at hooked me up with a hooked me up with a couple of jobs and like a ton of jobs. And um, I think the biggest thing for me was I took on way too much to handle. And I think that coming back to like the toxic masculinity and not talking about my feelings, that's one thing I wish I did because I shouldered everything. I was teaching maybe like 11 kids classes. Well, not 11, like four kids classes. And then I was teaching like privates on top of that. So like pretty much my day would go, I'd wake up at eight, go to school, um, get off at like two or three, um, take like an hour break, go to the studio to like 12 at night and then wake up at eight, do it again. And then granted, like if you are in the studio life and you are a teacher and you are teaching at multiple studios, you do realize that that is seven days of the week. So it's like, um, I was going to school Monday to Friday. And then after that, Saturday, Sunday was just full dance. Like there was no time for myself. And at the time I was also in a relationship. So I was trying to find ways to like, um, and, and at that point, like I'm going to make a little disclosure that that relationship was very toxic. So we were both asking for a lot of time with each other that I personally didn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just our schedules didn't line up. My schedule was just always packed. I was always teaching or I was always dancing. I had no time for friends. I had no free days. That whole like semester was just a fuck fest, if I'm going to be honest. Um, and I, I think did not talk to this guy, bro. <laughs> no, no, like, I, did, I did not. I did not talk to anyone during that time. And I think it came to a breaking point because like literally I started to like cry and like audibly break down in front of all my students at a Christmas recital, dude, like at a Christmas recital. Like this is in Mm -hmm. front of hundreds of people. Like I was just like, bruh, like I've had enough. I can't do this. And like, I wish at the time someone told me like, yo, like you are being overworked. You are like not taking care of yourself you need to like take a step back from so many things and like addressing burnout and i think me myself uh, i wish i told my younger self like yo like you're you're like fucking yourself over man like you you're not eating you're not taking care of yourself you're not sleeping like i don't know what you're doing and i was so obsessed with that grind mentality that like all this grind is going to make me a better teacher all this grind is going to make me a better like a better human and like a better man for the future and to be honest, it did it. It set me back so many years because of what, because of what I was thinking back then. I think, um, and like Vincent was talking about like what, like to drop, um, and uh, to be honest, it like it all negatively dropped for me because, um, I got fired from that studio job, like they let me go, um. I like was pretty much failing like all my courses at that point. So I had to like, I had to go into academic turnaround and like, and like at my main studio that I was working at, I got classes taken away from me. And that is like the consequences of like overstretching yourself. But it's also the consequences of not having like uh, someone like a mentor telling you like, Hey man, like you, you're doing a little too much and you're mm-hmm. honestly not looking too good or like, any or like even having a solid support system like 
And I'm not going to blame it on anyone because it, it's honestly solely like it's honestly on me at that point to be like, hey, I need help. This is what's happening to me. But I think an important thing to take away from this is to learn that it's okay to take a step back and it's okay to take a break. No mm -hmm. matter how successful or no matter how bright your future looks, it is always, always, always essential to take breaks because if you don't, it will start to negatively affect every aspect of your life. Like mm -hmm. I had a shitty relationship with my girlfriend at the time. I had a shitty relationship with a lot of the people that I worked with and I had a shitty relationship with friends. Like Vince mentioned, I didn't even talk to the guy, right? So always, always, always out of this story, learn to take breaks and learn and and like learn to talk to people about it because it's like the thing is if you don't talk to people about it they'll never know and they'll never be able to give you the advice to be like hey you're you're actually like not doing too great man so yes always always the biggest biggest lesson out of my story is to just fucking look like don't be afraid to ask for help man mm -hmm. good Mr. i guess Canool? i guess i'll share yeah because i literally have a story about overworking myself Question, Ron, are you working for that studio next year? Yep. Okay, I won't talk too much shit then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I... Like, and like, even if they see this, like, it's totally fine, but I, I talked yeah, about yeah. it, like, on my story, like, I resent a yeah. lot of the people there. Mm -hmm. um, no, of course. And, and, like, my biggest problem was just, like, the lack of empathy, because, yeah, like, mm -hmm. when I saw Ronald cry, and then, like, literally the next day, I, I saw him being bullied by, like, staff and admin, like, I was molding. And, like, you know, I wanted to confront so many people about it but like at the time like there was this one person in the studio that was like gaslighting me and that was like you're an angry aries huh like you know like, you're you're angry because you're an aries and i'm just like i'm i'm upset because i know this is gonna happen again and that you're you're gonna like bully this man who's going through it and mm -hmm. and if he commits suicide you're gonna be like oh no what the fuck happened like you know what i mean and that's why i was so fucking but anyway i i will I'll, i'm gonna drop it because i know i'll get like tilted <laughs> and it's gonna it's gonna give you mall anyway but yeah um what is it so like i i joined i joined also the studio as well so i was also dancing and and that, that year that i joined was uh i was dancing i think 16 plus hours a week so and yeah. if you don't know that's fucking a lot right that's I was a also, lot man i was also uh planning events so it's like the event catch the shadows was playing this other event called, called the shock so i was doing event planning as well that year uh and i was also working in studio jobs as well and then and whatnot right and so my first year I dropped two of my classes, so I went to three, and I couldn't drop any more because uh, I want to get student loan penalties, and I couldn't apply for more student loans, right? And I went, yeah, I went to academic probation as well. So, like, I literally was, like, I, I just constantly just being shitted on right now, right? And, like, um, that year, my immune system got so bad, because, like, so what happened was, like, I was overworking myself to the point where I hit, so I'm the same height, so I'm, like, five foot six, five foot seven. Uh, I think five foot, more, more to five foot six. I weighed 100, 114 pounds, 114 pounds. And like I was, I was starving myself. I was, phys I, I, I honestly like I, I classify it as like an eating disorder. Like not, not to, not to like, I it was that bad because I, I felt like eating and like maybe some sort of eating disorder. Like eating, I felt guilty for eating. Like every time I had lunch, I felt guilty that I wasn't, uh, that I was wasting time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was wasting time. That wasn't working. Right? Every yeah. time, and like you know, um, you know, Karen always asks like, why the fuck do you eat so fast? Like it's because literally I'm so used to like. I had to make as much time as possible for things that are important that oh, I, I, I took yeah. my lunch away. I had to eat as fast as I can and it didn't work, right? And so I went mm -hmm. to ac academic probation, right? And so, like, I kind of went this whole year. And, like, one of my biggest issues is that, like, you know, it was, like, yes, it is my problem. Like, you know, I need to talk about it, about it talk to, to about it. But, like, 
what it actually was is that like when i tried to like dress like i dress it in the studio where i, I kind of dress like you know i hit 114 right there I, I was met with like and especially from like faculty like you know sometimes you just need to work through it you know what i mean like sometimes you just gotta, yeah, like, you just gotta you just gotta get through it right like you, you could just push it to the side like you, you'll you'll be fine you'll be a better dancer for it and fucking like you know what and then there was like this one rehearsal where like we stayed up to 3 a.m and like i was oh, tired man. i was fatigued i i, I oh, felt like i almost passed out i uh and like literally when we had our little like you know like a uh, little like okay woo like a little cheering yeah, at the end right, uh the director said like you know this is what winners do right and we finished at three a.m. like we finished at three a.m. and I was so fucking tired and like and that message ingrained in my head because then next year what I did is that I want to make time for dance for school for job for everything and like so then I went even harder and it got even more problematic so what happened was. Monday to Friday, because I have school every single day. So it, some people have like class like you know three times. A day. I had school every single day, right? So I, I took mm-hmm. three classes. I decided to take three classes because like you know just to manage it. But what I would do is I would stay in like a cubicle at like my university till nine a.m. to nine p.m. finishing all my schoolwork, right? I would leave just to take lunch, but then I'll go back to do my schoolwork, right? And so the rationale was that I would finish my schoolwork uh throughout the week and so i have no homework over the weekend right and so and it worked like that honestly it did work so i had no yeah. school in the weekend however my weekend was filled with dance so i was just dancing in the studio right i was yeah. i was literally just, i was just doing it plus i was still event planning i also picked up another job i, I worked at simplex so i had another part-time job and i was teaching at studios and also i just started dating my girlfriend at the time like that, that i have right now right so literally yeah. i added even more in my fucking plate oh, like yeah. i was a dumbass right because i was like and in my head i was like this is what winners do this is what winners do, right? And like, you know, I needed a responsible, emotional intelligent adult to tell me, no, this is what fucking weirdos do. Like, you don't, yeah. you're not supposed to Facts. do that, right? And Facts. so like, and, and this is why I kind of have a little more, rese- like have resentment because like, no, you know, this is, someone's instilling this toxic yeah, yeah. work like mentality in me. And so literally like, I fucking burnt out. I remember it was my 21st birthday and like, you know, I had like something to do that day. I had rehearsal and like my mom got me uh-huh. like, like a speakers, like a, like a, a MacBook charger because like, I need to replace my charger and like, uh-huh some other expensive thing and like you know i i just like i i, I would just pass aggressive to her i just like went to my room and i and didn't give a fuck i was like no i don't care and i just started crying like it was on my 21st birthday i you know like you know people when they celebrate like 21st birthday yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah, get drunk yeah, yeah. like celebrate i was like yo, yo, bro. Yo. I, I was like yo <laughs> yeah. like fuck being alive right now and like it was it was like it was it was so bad sorry i'm like kind of getting their chin up because I'm literally like thinking about oh no 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 yeah it's so tricky so like i know i feel you and you know, like, and I'm trying to like, you know, not not dox anyone because like, literally, like, I oh, resent so much like yeah. the of the shit yeah. that of some of the people that I was under the wing of because I'm like, you know, you could have prevented this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, no, you know, hundred percent, dude. And like, you know, I'm trying not to blame them, right? Because it is, it's no, not the fault. Like, it, it like, it, I, I should have told myself, like, you know, it's not okay. But literally, when that's like the only mentor figure I had to look up to, like that was the shittiest fucking feeling, right? It's I don't. Tough, man. I'm not expecting you to be a therapist. I'm not expecting you to be a counselor. But I'm expecting you to be like, hey, are you okay? As like as one of your staff members and students, like you know, are, like are you okay? Like how are you, dude? Like are you chill? Like you know what I mean? You good, homie? You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, like you know what I mean? And like you know, I, and then at that point, I could I could communicate like, hey, like. I, I need to unload my work. Like I can't teach as much or whatever, or just something. What do you mean? Um, but I, I didn't get that shit right. And that and thing is, I'm not the only one. Like I'm not the only one that like experienced that, right? And so like no. and also like, not to get into my partner story because that's her story to share. But she like I, I'd always say that she went through it worse because honestly, she went through like I feel like a lot more shit than I did. Oh, but no, what happened 100%. was like when I left this when I left that space, right? Um, 
I dismissed all my emotions. I was like, oh, I didn't go through anything. I didn't go through anything. My partner went through more. She went through more. She went through more, right? And so I constantly dismissed the fact that, like, you know, um, I was fed this fucking, like, capitalist lie of hustle, toxic hustle culture, and I, I couldn't really challenge it. And then finally, like, you know, this year, I went through so many mental breakthroughs and helped me find peace. Like, I had, like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let these people go. Like, you know, they're, you know, not, not that I'm like, oh, cut the people out of your life, but I was like, um, Cause I feel like you should always be willing to problem solve with people, but I was like, I I need to distance myself with these people because like literally they cause like so much freaking pain and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I I literally overworked myself. I weighed 114 pounds and like no one asked if I was okay. I remember like they invited like an international choreographer like uh and I'm gonna dox his name. His name was like uh was it Carla Durang? Is that yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Carlos, he, he's Carlos, fa- he's famous, whatever. Fuck it. And like, I feel yeah, so yeah. bad because I was coughing so much in front of him, and I'm pretty sure I got him sick on the on the trip home, right? But yeah, literally, yeah. like my, I was sick from I think it was October to like February. I was sick you're, for like you were sick for a long time, yeah, dude. I, yeah, I, I, you were sick I, for a hot I, minute. And, and I was like joking, I was like, uh-huh, I got bronchitis and stuff, and like I wasn't, but like yeah. no one asked if I was fucking okay, and I was like, dude, yeah, I, yeah. I, I and I, I fucking like. And I get tilted every time I think about that. I was like, holy shit, that, that happened. Like, that actually happened. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Um, but yeah, like, that That was, like, my regular country. And, like, and, and I think uh, you retweeted this, Vince, but it was like, you know, if you don't know how to take a break, your body will, right? And, like, oh, literally, yeah. Yeah. like, that third university, I started dropping everything. Like, I, um, so I, um, I end up not finishing school and stuff because, like, I literally was just so overwhelming. So I ended up dropping. Left the studio. Um, oh, no, I think I left, um... You, you, you were there for a little bit and then you but like you just like you didn't teach there anymore you would just yeah kinda, like, yes stop. so like i stopped yeah. teaching uh i quit um yeah a lot of studio jobs i basically like um fucking uh yeah i end up dropping dropping school and stuff and stuff and then i end up like also participating less in groups in the studio and stuff and like yeah, I, yeah. I end up doing one group that year and stuff and like you know uh i was in this constant battle of like oh should i stay like i feel like you know i i really like dance like i really want dance to be included right and it was funny because like on the last competition i was there like um uh we ended up getting first place in a category and one of the faculty yeah. like one of the higher ups was like giving feedback of what we can do better and i was like uh and like so, and like if they listen to it, I, I podcast, I do not care. But I basically made a uh, lie that, uh. that my my parents were moving to Chicago, even though they weren't, because I knew that if I left without without any context, they would be passive aggressive yeah. to me. So I just kind of made a lie saying, "Oh yeah, like my parents moved to Chicago, so like uh, I yeah, can't yeah, say yeah. it's not my choice." But like I was, <laughs> I, I was lying out of my ass, like I and I did not care. I, I just I simply did not care. But like, mm-hmm. I, and so I was about to be like, you know what? Maybe I should stay, right? And but that that was like the defining moment of like literally like we got we got first place in a cat category and like this teacher is giving us feedback like yeah you know you should do this 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 and i like i was like you hate being happy like what is wrong with you like what is wrong with you and i was yeah. so like tilted and i was so like angry and then like i kept breaking down in tears and stuff and i was like dude i can't do this anymore and so like literally like i couldn't even finish the year i just like left halfway and yeah uh, i was out i, remember, I was like I that. Yeah, yeah yeah and like you know i told everyone yeah it's because my parents yeah. are moving and i need to move with them right and i was like no uh-huh. My parents are staying in Calgary because, like, yeah, they're just in Calgary. Like, I just don't want to be here anymore. And so I literally just left, right? And so, like, you know, my whole life, and I talk about this, like, I was always trying to find closure. But I was like, you know what? It's not my responsibility to, like, you know, help them realize what they're doing wrong and help them grow up. But, like, you know, that's because I've dealt with so much shit. It's not my job to micromanage, like, their shit and, like, to help them get to their emotional emotional milestones, right? It's not my responsibility. Like, I need to fucking accept what happened and moved on, right? And so, like, literally, and trying to go full circle about taking breaks. Like, if you don't tell your body to take a break, 
your body will force you to take a break. Like that is a hundred percent, right? And I was like, hundred percent, hundred percent. I was like, fuck, uh, yeah. And so like, literally, my body just shut down. And like, ever since I stopped everything, like you know, even though I haven't get the success I always wanted, I've been so much happier. Like I'm like in such a better like um, mindset and stuff. And like you know, I, I I also have been streaming as well. I've also been picking up piano and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And like. Having time to learn to cook and I have a lot more free time. I have a I have a, a semi sort of stable job. It's like temporary, but it's it's helped me pay off my provincial loans and stuff, and whatnot. Yeah. But like literally, like you know, uh, it was weird because I I felt like I I accomplished a lot this year with with doing less yeah. work, which is kind of weird, yeah, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I right. Feel it, that. It's 100%. because and it's 100%. literally because like I when I was working, my body was at hundred percent capacity. It wasn't at thirty percent, right? Because yeah. like. And if you do the math, like literally, if you do that, like what Vince said, like you did like the 16 hours and then you, you fall asleep, yeah. like I can do it again. Your body does not work that way. Sleeping doesn't reset your body in that kind of capacity. No, it it no, builds no. up. Right. So like no, no. if you like need to take a break, like be OK with setting boundaries for yourself. I'm yeah. like, hey, I can't handle this. Like this is not mm-hmm. OK. You know what I mean? And just like kind of and be able to stop. Yeah. But that's yeah. yeah. I guess um, like, to touch on like oh, the, yeah. the, the, the winner's mentality thing and just like to, yeah. to, to, to be very blunt, right? Like to be very blunt, like that, that winner's mentality thing that just kind of like struck a nerve with me too. Cause it's just like, okay, you're, you, 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 you might be, you might be winning, right? You're like, you know, you're, you're, you're forcing these people to, to work on like less than five hours of sleep, like whatever, like yeah, not eating yeah, yeah. And, and stuff like that. Like, like and no not, water not, during not, rehearsal. What yeah, the not, fuck is that shit? <laughs> not, not, not giving them the proper encouragement to you know be motivated. Yeah, you, 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 you might be winning, but but let's let's be very blunt about it here and, and incorporate the um the fact that your body will tell you like when you take a break. When your body, you know, like when you develop like severe mental health issues, um, weight loss or weight gain issues, um, long term chronic effects like fucking. I don't know if you're not eating healthy, you can develop diabetes, obesity, knee pain, a joint pain, joint, joint pain, pain, you know, injuries. heart problems, injuries, and even like in in in, I, I know people who have been stressed, like like major stress, who've had strokes. Okay, yeah. so so when 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 you're that, are you really winning then? Like biology is a thing, right? Like you're not a winner when your body is broken down and shit. Yeah. Like when you're close to like. Because these all these health effects also last for a lifetime. So like you could oh, be winning 100%. in your fucking twenties, but then you're losing in your thirties and forties. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, like I I just I just don't like this like like hustle mentality. It's just like you you have a lot of life to live. You have a yeah. lot of you have like it might not seem like it, but you have a long time to to get whatever you want, whether it be money or fame or clout or yeah. whatever. Right? You have a long time. So, you know, you don't have to do it all in two years or three years or whatever, no matter what anyone says, like, just go at your own pace. So, yeah, that's, 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 I guess what I wanted to say. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm also going to tangent a little bit, but go ahead. Cause, uh, no, I know it's still about mental, men's mental health, but I think this is also a good thing to address. And it's also a good story to touch on. Um, especially when it comes to like, dance or whatever you do or whatever you're passionate about especially if it's a physical activity like basketball hockey whatever sport or if it's a job that you're very passionate about i think it's okay to it is very okay to listen to what your body is telling you and what we've been saying um i had a so this was so this was a so, so this is a previous girlfriend that i had danced with for a long time and she like 
she was going like she was going through it she had a lot of ments- she had a lot of like mental health issues at the time but she- also she was like her body was breaking down physically like her knees were her knees like her mcl was about to tear like at this point and i'm just i was i kept telling her like hey like you need to chill like you shouldn't like you shouldn't be dancing so much to the point where you're about to like tear your knee or uh, your knee is hurting and you're like crying because it's hurting it's like if your body's telling you to take a break take a fucking take, break man take that break like, no injury is worth any first place prize or any success that you may stumble upon to diamond because of whatever. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like, like i that that was like that was the turning point like like i think i think the first turning point for me was like fuck i'm actually a failure and i'm like failing at all this shit because i'm overloaded and then the second turning point was like stop fucking dancing so much that you're gonna injure yourself like it and and this is a and this is a girl so like it does it's also like a coping mechanism like listen to your body and like be able to tell yourself like if i'm going to get injured because of this or if i'm going to have long-term effects like in my life because of this i should maybe stop and take a step back Mm -hmm. it is so so fucking important especially like and like dance hits such so close to home um and like yes i still work for the studio and uh yes like i I, i'm not going to agree with everything they do but Mm -hmm. i just think that like personally if you are in a position of power like myself or like anyone else you should be able to tell like whoever is under you like yo you nothing is worth this much for you to injure yourself nothing is worth this much for you to sacrifice your own mental health mm-hmm. um we're talking about coping mechanisms and a lot of my coping coping mechanisms now is taking a step back and removing everything that's toxic at the point and, and removing everything that's not worth it because at this point i'm thinking a lot of like what like i'm thinking a lot of like what i would have done if i was in my teens with the brain that i have now i would have i probably honestly would have stopped dancing a long time ago and i probably honestly would have carried on with something else mm-hmm. but there was that hustle like winners mentality that was ingrained to me by a lot of my like peers and mentors um and like i just think that like that kind of mentality just doesn't work it 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 will never work and a lot of like dance communities nowadays are like bro what the fuck are you guys doing like even in the states like they're just like man like there was like the hustle grind mentality, like hell night. It's like, bro, you don't need a hell week or a hell night, like where you need to <laughs> rehearse fucking hell twelve night. plus hours and shit like that. Or Demon hours you week. Need hu- yeah, Demon you need to like, fuck- <laughs> you need to fucking rehearse like forty hours a week. There's, there's no trophy is worth that much because yeah. the professionals know that like it's okay to like take breaks. Like you don't need to grind for everything because at the end of the day, you is what matters the most. And for me, I'm just like. If I know that like I can't handle it, I'll say like I'll be like no, I don't I, like I I can't handle this. Or if something's like weighing me down emotionally or like mentally, I'll be like I I can't do this anymore. And like I've done it with I've done it with relationships, I've done it with like jobs, I've done it with um school, like taking less courses, like fuck the graduating in 5 years. I've been in school for almost like fucking I don't know six years but my brother brother was was in school for seven my brother was in school for seven right, right? Yeah. so it's like so it's like there's no there, there's no timeline but there is a timeline for you breaking down through mm-hmm. facts there's no yeah like there's no timeline for success there's there's a t- there, but there is a timeline for you to be like man i'm i'm fucking miserable mm-hmm. and like it, it's better to realize it earlier sooner rather than later and and it also helps 
and I'm saying this to all the mentors out there, it also helps for someone to be like, yo, like, it's not worth it. Yeah. Like, just take care of yourself. And I think, like, just, just, to, just to wrap up this topic, like, the only person you need to listen to, like, we've talked a lot about, like, how society influences us, how our circle of friends influences us, how our mentors or teachers influences us. The only person you really need to listen to is yourself. Because, like... And I guess like this, this will come up <laughs> again in like the relationship podcast. But like the only yeah. person who's gonna be with you until the end, until you're on your fucking deathbed, is yeah. yourself, it's right? Yourself. So the only like, like the 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 person you should be most loyal to is yourself. So you need to listen to again what your body's telling you, what your mind is telling you that you need in the moment, and you have to cater to that because you know you you, you never know when like like this hustle culture like oh yeah i, I can i i cannot sleep today i'll just i'll just finish this and like you know i i i can do like multiple 24 hour streams and like like stream every day you know and, oh. and, and not sleep you know it's just like yeah. you you never know when when that could have like a a severe health effect right so you need to listen to your body cuz you never know when you could you know drop dead like just just because you you're overworking yourself and and, and and stuff like that so so i guess like the next section is like coping mechanisms so i guess I'll, I'll share mine so i have a few here that that um that really work for me so i guess like before i go into that it's just like you need to first really reflect because some of these might not work for you or you're not really feeling them so it's just like you know know what you what works for you and and to to figure that out you need to reflect and try different things some things might not work and that's okay like you, you just keep trying different things so for me first most important thing is sleep ah. um sleep is super important like oh, i used yep. to not yep, I, yep. I used to like do six hour six hour nights and like be like yeah Ooh. okay but uh but uh yeah so ever since i've i've, I've started sleeping earlier like i felt good um like waking up at like 7.30 in the morning, having an hour to myself before work is, is super important because I can have breakfast. I can, I can like stretch. I can take a shower and not feel dirty throughout the day. <laughs> so it, it's just like if before I was like just getting up and getting on my computer right away, right? So it's just like, oh, it, yeah. It, yep. It's just like you, you get up, you no, no time to like start up. Um, but yeah, so sleep, take naps as well. Like, like that that's something that is really valuable to me uh, especially working from home it's, it's 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 definitely a luxury so uh take advantage of it uh second thing is journaling so i know for for guys especially this is kind of like oh that's like a girl thing like why do you keep a diary like dear diary yeah. blah, blah blah you're stupid <laughs> like yeah. it's super super helpful for me like especially oh, if um so we've, we've been talking about like um you know like reaching out to people or, or talking to your friends like when when you don't when you don't feel well but what if like no one is emotionally available or, or physically available for you at that moment mm -hmm. like if, if you don't have anyone to talk to or or you're even you're uncomfortable bringing it up to to people then like physically writing down my thoughts like allows my brain to kind of process it and make sense of it all because when you're feeling it when you're going through it it's just like Mm -hmm. Your emotions kind of like overwhelm you, and your uh, sorry to get biological, but your frontal lobe of, of like where you you process your thoughts doesn't have time to 
um, to work and 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 tell your it's too much stimuli, too much is, information. Yeah, yeah, too much information. Like th this is okay. You're gonna get through this. And like a, a good thing about journaling is, is you also get to see your progress. So like uh, one thing I like to do is like read back and kind of like laugh at myself because it's it's, it's so, some some of the issues that I that I wrote down yeah. in the moment that I was like, oh my god, this is so bad. I'm gonna die. I was like, you're fucking yeah. idiot. you're <laughs> fucking cringe, <laughs> cringe. And 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 it's and it's and it's good to see like that because like you you see like you've gone through it and and you're stronger because of it. So journaling, really good idea. Um, next, being active. And I know it's it, during COVID, this was super hard because gyms oh, were yeah. closed. You couldn't yeah, yeah. like go to like recreational facilities. But like even just like taking a walk when it's nice outside or like getting up off your chair every 15 minutes uh, helped me during COVID. Um, next, speaking of COVID, being around people. Uh, so now with like COVID getting better, it's a lot easier to meet up with people. And I've been doing that a lot in the past few weeks and it's really wow. helped. Mm -hmm. Just like reconnecting with people and like, and like just seeing, you know, what they're up to and, and being around people. Cause like I'm the type of person to kind of, um, feed off of other people's energy. Like I'm not really an extroverted person where I can just generate my own energy. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of feed off other people's energy. Uh, so that that makes me feel good when I'm just hanging out with people and I can chime in here and there. Um, so on this note, though, like whenever I'm I'm with people and like I know I have something I want to talk to them about that's kind of deep or kind of like personal. I hesitate a lot and like wait for them to be like, hey, so like this thing that happened or yeah. or this issue that you're kind of like upset about, like what happened with that? Um, so I kind of wait for me to, to, to ask what's wrong. But when I finally bring it up, they're like, oh, yeah, I really want to hear about that. But I didn't really know how to bring it up. So right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's just like if, if you're doubtful, you know, just just bring it up. If you trust them, like, yeah. If if you trust the people, then it shouldn't really matter how you deliver, right? It's just it just matters how how you uh, like if they're receptive of it. Oh dang! I feel like we should make another episode about healthy peer relationships. Uh, like speaking yes. on that as a follow up. Yes. Uh, but, in the sorry. relationship yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah, <laughs> you're right. Mm -hmm. Of course, yes. of course. And then and then the last thing I guess we talked about it. I guess take, in taking breaks is like dealing with stress. So I, I guess this is a little bit, uh, a little personal story, but like I I just like. I realize that I, I tend to get stressed about like the little things. Um, part of that, I guess, is because I'm an overthinker, and part of that is because like I grew up playing league, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like you're raging about the like it's just the game, right? So like, why you get but but anyway, so it's just like when when you get stressed out like about littlest things, your your fight or flight response kicks in on the littlest things when you're like that that fight or fight response is just meant for when you're about to die right so like and and you you lash out or, or like I, I lash out or get angry at like the littlest things um so this is like and and it, and it passes by usually very quickly but it's unhealthy because you can cause like high blood pressure and heart disease in, in the future and whatnot yep. um like you can, like i don't want to get all scientific but like it, it releases like too much if you have too much adrenaline and too much cortisol it can like affect your body in bad ways yeah. in the future yeah toxic yeah. stress um, yeah, so, yeah yeah so i actually like read about this and like what causes this like flight or fight response with littlest things like it's actually called like this uh so there's this part of your brain called the amygdala which oh, yeah. controls the emotion the, which activates yeah. the flight or fight response and like it can like in those moments of stress like it can hijack your brain and and activate it when it doesn't really need to like 
your your brain doesn't really know. Okay, I'm 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 I just feel stress. Is yeah. this a real problem or not? And it doesn't have that time to like think rationally. And that's kind of what like causes people to like lash out and stuff, right? Um. So like in 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 those moments, what I like to do is like, and and it's like a challenge, I guess. Uh, for me to to do this is is practice like mindfulness. So like being present in the moment, like being aware of all your feelings and your like senses at, the, at like what are you feeling at this time, um, and that gives your brain time to like adjust and like rationalize. Okay, is this problem really a problem? Am I really dying? Do I really need to be this stressed about it? Um, and then from there you can kind of like walk yourself off of like that um like that ledge i guess yeah. um so yeah like just just practice breathing and like take like stepping away from whatever is is stressful at the time like for example for for valor i used to get so tilted bro i just like oh this is a very tilting game but like now oh. it's just like you know what it's it's just a game bro it's just a I, game that's and actually like, i'm just gonna add a side note I've the, never. I don't really see you angry, and that I felt like the first time I ever saw you mauled. I was like, <laughs> but, but sorry, go on. Go I try on. not to do it anymore. But it's it's just like at at work too, and when people are or or like my computer like doesn't work, or just, you know what, it's just like you know, what, just walk away, take a break. Um, you're getting paid for this break anyway, so might might as well, right? So it's just like so free, bro. So, so free. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess like since I haven't really, so I, I talked about my story earlier about like not taking breaks and like just being in that like hustle culture and whatever hustle mindset. So I haven't re- been really like practicing these coping mechanisms for a while, but I I have realized that I am like so much happier and like so much calmer, mm-hmm. so much more reflective, and being like in tune with my thoughts and emotions. So definitely um like my advice would be like try try there's a lot of coping mechanisms that are different for people so just try out what works for you if it doesn't work then try another one you know just keep trying and and eventually one will click so that is my spiel yeah Mm -hmm. uh father vince father vince (laughs) (laughs) uh i had to like i had to learn a lot of coping mechanisms uh like I guess on my own, um, not really like with anyone's help. And I kind of would like some people's help at, at, at times to figure out coping, coping mechanisms, but because of what the situation like entailed, especially years ago, um, one of the coping mechanisms that I kind of over abused, uh, like a, was as the same as Vince is like sleeping. I used to like, if I was very, very stressed out about something, it almost became like a toxic coping mechanism, but it, it is a coping mechanism that helps me now in moderation. Um, moderation, it's, it's yeah. Sleeping. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, um, uh, like sleeping. Before, when I was like super sad and depressed, I used to like sleep for like almost 12 hours a day, like maybe even 14. Like I, I would stretch maybe like 12, 14 hours. And then like, I'd be like, oh, I miss school. I'm going to sleep again, right? Um, and that was like kind of my mentality about it. If I was ever sad about anything, I'd just sleep it off, right? Um, I still do. Like, if I'm ever sad about something, I will always, or if I'm ever frustrated about something or I'm angry about something, I will always take the time to think about it before bed and then sleep it off. And then in the next morning, if I feel the same way about it, I will take action and address it in a different way. Um, So I think for me, thinking about it and then sleeping on it is like one of my biggest coping mechanisms that I use like now. 
um, especially because I love sleep, um, is to really, really think about it. Think about it for at least like a good like 30 minutes to an hour before I sleep. Um, I always like kind of like set a timer, be like kind of like weigh the pros and cons. And like sometimes I'll even like with Vince, I'll like type it down on my phone and write it down. Like what are the pros and cons of me being angry about this? And like what are the pros and cons of like me taking action this way uh, uh, as I am in the moment? And then I'll kind of sit on it, sleep on it, and then take action the next day. Um, that's like one of my big coping mechanisms. Another coping mechanism that I've like just recently started to do is like rebuilding, a, uh, like having a good support system and not being afraid to go to them for help. I think uh, back then I used to never talk to my friends or never talk to other people about what the important personal problems are. And to be honest, uh, if I don't think it's important, it probably is. And like probably the not important things half the time are like not important. But like the important, like if I don't think that it's important, I will still regardless go to my like um support system and be like, hey, I am like thinking about this and this and this. What are your guys' thoughts? And if they're like emotionally available, if they're like ready for that conversation, then they'll give me that advice. And more often than not, it's like Vince or like or like uh the H and D boys like you, Jason, like you and like uh like you, Jason and like Flores and like all the other guys. Um it's it's always good to like have differing opinions and discussion about something that you're thinking about, especially if it's important pertaining to relationships in your life or like job stability or success or just the future in general. I think it's always, always good to talk about someone um, someone with it because not only will they add an added perspective, but more often than not, they might agree with some points, but they'll also won't be afraid to tell you when you're wrong. And that's the important part. Um, telling on, you like on that though, um, actually, no, Ronald, finish your point. I think, I think you're, yeah, I, like, feel, I feel you, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> like, like telling you when you're wrong is like an important thing as well. Yeah. Wake up, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like you do need those, you really need those people in your life, like people who can go both ways like you, you just you don't need you don't want just yes men in, in, in your life ah you yes need people who yep. can tell you like when you're out of line when mm -hmm. when you're being stupid when you're wrong um mm -hmm. those people are, are a lot more important i would argue than people who are just like oh my gosh you're so good man like they make you feel good they make you feel good yeah yeah yeah, yeah man that's good. totally a good idea <laughs> ah bruh nah bruh it's stupid. <laughs> um, and then the third coping mechanism that I probably use the I probably use the most as well is um, uh, like reinvesting myself into things I'm passionate about. So, mm -hmm. uh, when I'm frustrated about something or when I am like sad about something, I will like like for me it's like dance and cooking. So like I will always make a piece about my frustration or I'll make a piece about my sadness. And then like it'll probably be like a dog piece, but like at least I like addressed it in in healthy in a healthy way or like mm -hmm. cooking um i'll obviously won't do this all the time because like this is like how i gained weight like over the <laughs> pandemic like if i was really sad about something i'd either order out or cook so it's like really unhealthy things so it's like do it in moderation especially if it is something like cooking um i would like learn a new recipe and then i'd be like yo and then i'd have that like kind of serotonin boost and like feel fulfilled because i accomplished something and then i'll be like mm -hmm. i'll be able to think about whatever I'm thinking about more rationally. Um, like if I was sad about a piece and I completed the piece, I'm like, man, this piece is kind of cool. And then it's still dog, but like, I'm like, I did something and now I have that serotonin boost to think about what I'm thinking about more positively and in a better light. So that's what I 
like personally do. But yeah, that's uh, that's all my coping measures. Mr. JBC. No. Oh, JBC. Junior Bacon Cheeseburger? Oh. Speaking of ways, that that used to be a, a coping mechanism with stress eating. Oh, Mr. Uh, Wendy's, bro. I, 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 yeah, dude. <laughs> this guy loves Wendy's. It's funny because like, I haven't had a Wendy's burger in four months. And if you know me well, you know I love when I would kill for a Wendy's burger. Dude, I will make love to a Wendy's burger. It's that good, dude. I but it, Sponsor us, bro. <laughs> Wendy's, please sponsor us. Bro, like, I, and even, like, you know, when people are like, oh, like, you know, when you eat healthier, like, you don't like, crave junk food. I'm constantly, when I wake up every morning, I'm like, I wish I had a Wendy's burger right now. Like, I would, that would make my life so much better. <laughs> but I um, I obviously resort to different coping mechanisms. Now, one of the things I want to talk about was uh, rituals. That is something that I like to talk about. Now, yes, sir. when I'm yep, talking about yep, my coping yep, mechanisms, I also want to talk about the difference between distraction and actual coping mechanisms which is, i feel like was something that i kind of struggled with so uh so recently and like i, I think like basically tested this right so you know we have like a little group chat that we play valorant together right i just haven't part- been participating at all right and so it, it's kind of hard because like i'm trying because like i realize me being an extrovert i to make myself feel good i need to be around people all the time like all the freaking time right and so i constantly was codependent and reliant on other people to make myself feel good but recently I was like, oh gosh, I think I just need to be able to have some alone time to really reflect because like when I'm with other people, I'm kind of just so focused on trying to stimulate conversation or just, you know, trying to do something mm-hmm. that I really don't have time to reflect. Now, uh, Vince like mentioned when we started this category about like, you know, everyone copes differently, right? And like, and then you end up following with bullet drilling. Uh, a lot a lot of my peers recommend bullet drilling and like I have kind of been bullet drilling, but it's, I honestly, I feel like it's something that doesn't work the best for me. But I do recommend doing it though, and here's why. Yeah. So like, um, first of all, let me talk about my, my my like how I started to do this these rituals. I started like my morning routine, right? So when I wake up, and so I start, I I go to bed now at like at ten or ten thirty. I'm trying to so hard, and it sucks because like my friends are up late to like midnight playing video games, and I want to participate so bad, but I just know that like you know what, like they're they're I have emotionally intelligent friends. They will check up on me, like you know, and I can also follow up whenever I need them, like you know. They're not gonna be like, why, you know, why are you ghosting? I was like, no, like they, they're, they're smart. They're smart people, right? So mm-hmm. I, I trust them. So and having peer relationships obviously helps, right? So, but so every time I wake up in the morning, you know, I wake up, I'm waking up super early. So I'm waking up five thirty. I work out. I would stretch. I have really bad back problems, so I would do like this acupuncture mat and stuff like that. Uh, then I'll make myself breakfast, and so I've been eating breakfast every morning, like every morning. Then I shower, do my face routines, my cleanser, everything, and like whatever. Uh, and then, uh, so I, if you don't know, I also have a lazy eye when I wake up. So what I used to do sometimes is I used to have this little string on the door that would help me strengthen my lazy eye. So sometimes I would just listen to calm music and, you know, kind of train my lazy eye. I also kind of switched to like using Valorant Aim Lab to help my lazy eye. Like, you know how the, the crosshair is like this, right? <laughs> and it works, yeah. right? So what it does, it helps Damn. me because I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not gr- I'm not grinding for Valorant because like I don't, it's, it, I just kind of play the game casually, but it helps, it helps yeah. my aim so that I can keep up with my homie so i don't let them down like so when you do like a group activity i can participate but also yeah. like i'm able to strengthen my lazy eye at the same time so by the time i leave my house i'm not driving with like a, like a you know like a stupid lazy eye right so but yeah so having a morning routine right and so what another thing that someone was telling me is like oh you should you should build journal right and i saw like i try including that in my morning routine and I also try to play piano in the morning routine right so i was adding more and more stuff right just to like be like oh this is gonna help me cope this is you know but in reality, in reality, I was just kind of making distractions, right? Because like that morning routine is long enough as it is. It's it's. I feel like it's even too long. I I need to probably cut something. I just don't know what. Like I have to eat. 
I need to clean my face. I have to shower. Like, you know, I just, I got, you know, like, these are pretty important yeah, yeah, things for me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, like, uh, for, for those of you who have never tried bullet journaling, right, you don't have to do every single day, right? For some people, you know, they love that ritual of doing every single day. But for me, when I'm alone, uh, that's when my brain is firing up and I'm constantly thinking. And, like, that overthinking, I'm constantly thinking, right? So, and like what, like Vince said, like, your brain is getting overwhelmed, so you need to write it down. That is when I decide to write down things down. Yeah. Only then. I will not like. Uh, it, I don't. I, I'm not like. Oh, every time I go to bed, like, oh, I gotta open my bullet journal and tell about my day. Like, uh, take with shit because I didn't get Wendy's today. You know, like I. <laughs> I sometimes I'm just too tired and I just kind of want to yeah. like pass out. Especially like if I end my day and it's like almost midnight. I'm like, I have work tomorrow. Like, I, have, I have to go to sleep, right? And like being okay with like breaking that that ritual because like I also was streaming with schedule, right? And I end up cutting from three days to two days. And oh my gosh, it's so amazing! Like having another day off is is as a blessing. Like that's been helping me so much, but. There's a big difference between coping mechanisms and distractions, right? Because yeah. some people, like, their coping mechanism is, like, alcohol or TV or video games or, like, eating, right? And, like, you know, when you do those things, they, they give you that quick dopamine rush, right? But they don't really solve the problem, right? You know what I mean? You're not reflecting, right? And I think a best thing to do with coping mechanism is that it, it a lot of times it requires reflection, right? And it, it requires, like, healthy living, right? So, like, my working out helps me, because, like, if you don't know, like, you know, like, runner's high, like, it simulates your brain. So when you work out, like, it, it simulates your brain, so, like, uh, you're less likely to have symptoms of depression, right, if your brain is stimulated. If, uh, a, a brain with depression doesn't really have a lot of nerves stimulated uh, as compared to a brain that doesn't have depression, right? So that's why we always say, like, exercise, right? And, like, it, it's kind of hard, because sometimes, like, all the fun things happen at night, and, like, you know, gaming or, you know, even pre-COVID at nighttime, and I want to participate, but sometimes I'm just like, you know what, like, I have reliable friends, you know what I mean? And, like, yeah. that was something that, like, I took time to really, like, nourish, because I was like, hey, and I, I always tell my friends, like, hey, I appreciate you so much, like, I was like, you know, like, I always thank them for everything, because, like, I realized that, like, friendships are so much more valuable than I thought they were, because I, I like, at a time, I was kind of valuing, like, you know, money and capital whatever the hell you know what i mean like let's go but um <laughs> now like you know i i, I really have any like uh i have a lot of friends so like when i'm able to reconnect with them right you know it, it's it's like there's no hostility there's no past aggressiveness and like it's been really helping me but also like being and that's what i when i kind of go back from the oh like the past episode where i was talking about self-regulating is that i'm able to self now to self-regulate a lot better but also if i need to talk something out because uh bullet journaling sometimes doesn't do, that, do for me like sometimes i need someone else to help me rewire my thoughts to really make sense of it um talking to someone has really been helping me right um i'm very thankful for my my recent co-worker like uh that working at my job right now uh, i don't think i tell her enough how how much i appreciate her as like a co-worker because like it's not her job to like talk to me about like shit going on home but she just does it anyways right and then and, and, and vice versa i also listen to her her week you know what's going on with like her stuff right and like she's really been helping me like you know rewire stuff and so like you know, and also, like, I have been also taking counseling as well. Like, I finally decided to, like, you know, I was like, stop being a coward kind of thing. Or I was like, you know, like, you know, I, I know that's kind yeah, of a weird yeah, thing, yeah. you know, but I was like, yeah, yeah. like, I, I need to. So I started taking counseling. And also that has always helped me, like, you know, uh, we run my thoughts because I realized that, like, bullet drilling for me didn't work. I need to talk to someone. I need to, like, say it out loud. Like, I need to speak my piece because then it would drive me insane. Running it down, like, it just wasn't the same. Also, because... You know, you know, like when you see people bullet journals, like especially like because it's like a feminine thing, right? You see like the, the the girls' journals, it's all like neat and like it's clean and everything. But like, but my writing looks like like massacre. It looks disgusting, and I'm like, you, like I don't want to read this. Like this is disgusting. But like you know, um, I realize that like you know, reflecting is important, so I do what I can. But I I don't need to make a necessity, right? 
But if you, if you can't do daily, I, I do recommend it because it, it does help you keep track of like your mood every single day. But for me, it's like it helps me reflect on like times when I was vulnerable and I'm able to reflect on it. Right. So like you don't you don't always have to do it every single day. But yeah, like I kind of want to talk about that because like I feel like uh, sometimes like if it doesn't work for you, try something else. Right. You don't always yeah. have to cope the same way as someone else. Right. And really be mindful about like what's uh, a defense mechanism and what or sorry, what's a what's a what's a, what's a distraction. And what's an actual coping mechanism, right? Like what actually will bring you to a better uh, mental state and stuff? Yeah, but yeah, that's all I really want to talk about. <laughs> I think I struggled. I think I struggled a lot about like a lot with self-image for the last couple years. Um, like I I suffered a lot. Well, so the reason why I was going for therapy a, a long time ago was because I was suffering from like a depression, and um, like I think like I might have diagnosed bipolar disorder, but I honestly don't know um uh, i think there's still like more research to be done on my end to really figure that out and the doctor as well but i was going to therapy for it and like really like trying to figure myself out and trying to figure out what like was defining me and um i think for the like the latter part of my life actually for like a good like maybe three four years ever since i entered university i let like my depression and like my sadness and a lot of the uncertainties in my life define me. And I think that self image is just not healthy in general um, for anyone. Uh, and I kind of pushed it all under the rug because I was like, I need to be that alpha male who is just like, we'll take care of everyone. We'll like be strong. Like, cause, cause on top of being like a straight cis male and a person of color, uh, I'm also like an older brother, right? So yeah. I, was just, I was always under that mentality that like, I need to be that strong older brother. I need to be that role model for them. I can't show weakness, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that really affected my self-image because I valued myself as less of a person if I had this symptom or or like this, this pretty much mental disorder, right? Um, I think the biggest important thing to come out of like self-image, especially like now, I think COVID really, really helps with like my self-image and taking a step back and thinking about it. I think about the things that like aren't necessarily, I guess, more definable about you. I always thought that like dance would define me. I always thought that like what I was doing in school would define me, but I don't think those things necessarily are that important. I think what defines you is who you are as a person. So like, I am a very kind person. I am a very like, uh i'm a very confident like i'm a very confident person when i can be uh i am a like i'm a very compassionate person uh i am like i'm strong like i like i when i think about something and i want to get it done i will like do everything in my in my power to get it done right like the qualities that matter to me most as a person um and i think that's what really helped with my self image and not defining myself as like oh i'm still a I'm I'm going on to my like fucking six year school in university or I'm going on to like or like I'm still a dance teacher and I haven't become an international choreographer superstar extraordinaire or some shit like that, right? I think it's I think it's like taking a step back and really reevaluating like what kind of person am I what kind of person am I and what kind of person will I continue to be going forward? Uh especially pertaining to other people, right? Like if I were to think about like what character like if I were to ask Vince or Jason, like, what kind of person am I? And, like, they would have nothing to say, but, like, th good things, I hope. 
<laughs> Double like, cheeked up, bro. Uh, <laughs> press open like, main. <laughs> <laughs> but like, exactly. literally, yeah. Like, a- like, ask yourself, like, ask yourself, like, what would my peers say about me? And think about yourself that way, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you think like, oh, like my peers think like I'm a depressed, like down go getter, then it's like maybe you need new, maybe you need new peers, or maybe, maybe you, you just need, need to friends. change, like, you need to change your mindset, right? Yeah. So I think a big part of self-image is like valuing yourself on what other people would describe you, uh, what other people would describe you, not like physically or like, I guess like how, like dance wise, career wise, like money wise, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's more like personality, I guess if you could say that. It's like yeah. personality, who you are as a person. And I think that's what is most valuable to me personal yeah. and that's mm-hmm. what helped with my self-image going build, build, building off of, of of that i guess it's like um one thing i really struggled with um i guess like throughout all of my like young adult life and, and, and even still currently uh, I, I am a young adult still i'm not i'm not old yet hopefully mm-hmm. um is is negative self-talk like and and that sometimes for me I'll, always came up when i compared myself with other people it's just like you know why um like it like i'm happy for them like, like the good things are coming to their life right it was just like i i look on myself and it's just like you know yeah. why aren't those same good things or, or same blessings coming to me just like what's and and those thoughts lead into like okay what am i deficient in like am i not like for example in in, in, in relationships mm-hmm. like i'm not good looking enough am i am i not like yeah um do I not have enough like um like do do I not know how to talk to people or like uh in career wise like like am I am I uh competent in my job? Am I like yeah, like so stuff like this, like you, you start to question your your competence and, and your ability to to be yourself. And it's just like like what Ronald was saying, like um think of yourself how how like I, I had to think of myself like how my my friends would see me and affirmations like really help it's just like you know like just remind yourself like i am a good person you know i am um like compassionate and and i am a good friend i'm worthy of all the blessings that have yet to come to me so you know it's just like you like it, it this is another podcast topic in itself but it's just like your path is not the same as as others it's just like some sometimes like people will, will will get blessings before you it's not like everyone will get them at the same time so it's just like you know yeah and a, a, a big part of, of of self-image i guess is is being positive towards yourself not comparing to other people and like knowing that you are your own individual um that has po- both positive and negative like you know characteristics but you know you always work on your 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 downsides but you do have to praise yourself for your your positive qualities every mm-hmm. day like like a lot mm-hmm. got a fat ass yes yep. sir maybe <laughs> double <laughs> up <laughs> um oh my god i kind of lost my train of thought but um oh yeah like i guess like when you guys mentioned like like how your friends uh how you be like i'm always like is it is it just loud mexican is that just how <laughs> like i guess like because i know i'm loud i know i'm, I'm petty stern mexican I, boy i'm, pe- I'm petty as fuck Wendy's. sometimes <laughs> yeah a lot of mexican boy like Wendy's he's worshiper who's loud petty as fuck but like you know like i i, I think lately like or my whole life mostly i've been very on un- 
unapologetic about who I am. Like, you know, at first I used to feel insecure that I was like, um, like, oh, like, this is not the energy people want. Because I have, so not, like, because Karen, like, reminds me, like, sometimes you are too much sometimes. But I used to feel bad about that. But I was like, you know what? Like, I think I just got to be more mindful about what other people in the room, you know? It's not that I have to change who I am. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like, I'm very, like, I just like, I get hyped, you know? <laughs> this is who I am, right? So, like, I'm all, and, like, you know, I, I'm very unapologetic who I am. But I also understand, like, you know, I, I, I like to be mindful about other people. Um, But, you know kind of speaking about that like uh in terms of, like define yourself like i know Ma- like ronald mentioned about dance and like you know we were mentioning dance a lot because like a lot of us have history with dance but this can apply yeah. to anything uh because i kind of want to keep it related to, to like everyone but like uh defining like being codependent on your identity with like dance or, or through any or something you know what i mean and like th- again use an example of dance like i i, I kind of like i made the sweet and stuff of like that talking about it like every time i follow up with a dancer i purposely ask them the question Hey, how are you? How's life? What have you been doing in your free time? You know what I mean? I purposely yeah. asked that question, right? Yeah. And they immediately s- turn the conversation like, "Yeah, I've been taking this class and taking dance yeah, stuff." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, 100%. you know what I mean? Like in the back yeah. of my head, I'm like, "Virgin." <coughs> but like, you know, like and like, I, I'll, sorry, that's a toxic masculinity thing in itself. But it, it's like, dude, like you're carving your identity so much that like, if this thing doesn't work out, like you're gonna get destroyed. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's very unhealthy for you to be tunnel vision. You know what I mean? And again, talking about some of the people who were more credible, they have recreational hobbies. Like, I know, like, I know Drummond Sponsor, like, makes clothing. Like, that's just a thing he does. And he's so freaking good. But he just makes clothing. He's a carpenter. He just does, like, recreational stuff. And I was like, like, there's nothing wrong with being able to, like, do recreational activities. And I think carving your identity around, um, like, a certain like singular thing like, like basketball like uh esports like valorant uh whatever like job you know what i mean yeah like that i think that is so unhealthy because like life is always changing life is constantly changing and if like you don't know because you know people are like what do you think will be in the next five years like i hate that question i'm like i don't know like why like why do you care so much like you know, i'm still trying to like i'm still young especially when young to a young person who doesn't really know themselves that well like that's such a weird question yeah, but like sometimes you literally don't know where it could be in five years, right? And that's okay, right? So to I guess as like to as a healthy living, like really being okay with not carving a denim around one thing, right? Like you you are you are a combination of all the memories and all the experiences you have. You know what I mean? You're not just one thing, right? And I always like to remind people of that because like yeah, that was like the biggest problem is like like social awareness and like like they just had like, no social skills whatsoever because they were so fixated on this like one thing and I'm just like hey man do you want to you know go to like a board game cafe it's like nah i i gotta dance it's like, we gotta dance at the board game cafe or what <laughs> yeah i was like bro like like chill chill man like you know just like have fun you know like take take life slowly like take life recreationally you know have fun but like yeah i just definitely to touch on that uh that topic of carving your name around one thing like i i i fully believe it's super problematic like before i used to be like very tunnel vision like oh no like this is me hustling towards one thing to get success in that one thing but yeah things always change things are always changing so like just as a, as to be safe 100%. like don't be don't be carving your identity or self-image on like this one thing all right guys so that that uh, brings a, an end to our um our second episode um to of, of this uh, i guess series of podcasts focusing on mental health um i'm tired as fuck so hope you guys learned yeah. learned a little bit something about but you know, like how we handled our, yeah. <laughs> how, how our, we handled our traumatizing our, experiences, how, how we handled our experiences, and like how we grew from them. I think that's the most important yeah. part. Is like mm-hmm. 
you know, we grew from those experiences, like traumatic as they were and like stressful and and uh, life changing as they were like, you know, we are better people because of them, because we were able to, to deal with them in, in, in our own way. And I guess that's kind of like the yeah the lesson, the lesson of this, uh, this podcast, you know, we're, we're, we're I guess we're not teachers, but like from our experiences, that's kind of like the lesson we've learned is just like, you know, listen to your own body. Um, cope how you how you cope you know not everything is going to work for yeah. you and and you know be, just be positive towards yourself and you know love yourself by Justin Bieber love yourself <laughs> baby yes sir so yeah lo- love 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 yourself and and yeah um, I don't know what the next topic of the next podcast is going to be but I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this one feet usual usual yes episode three is feet i'm just kidding i'm I'm kidding i'm kidding (laughs) we're showing our feet on cam let's go getting banned no 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 we're gonna get banned we're gonna get banned (laughs) but yeah so you forget do the usual youtube thing like subscribe and comment uh add to the discussion in the comments yeah Um, yeah. appreciate the how do you how do you guys cope how do you guys in the comments yeah how do you guys cope with the <laughs> mental health episode or stress or like, being sad or being down bad or whatever? Little Timmy69 says, I like to drive a banana deep down my throat and uh, eat a, chicken a wings a at the same time. Timmy, a little Timmy, you do you, bro. I, <laughs> I, I, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. <laughs> all right. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next time. We'll peace, peace. Three hours. Right, peace. I love you. Love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye.